0: Welcome into the Triple Play Fantasy Football Show. Let's go. going on everybody welcome back to the podcast welcome in to another episode of the triple play fantasy football show a proud member of fantasy points and the fantasy points media group if you act fast and use code triple play 22 use code triple (laughs) play 22 you will get access to all the great tools over at fantasypoints.com and while you're over there visiting the tools, of course, they have a bunch of great shows that they do every single week, not just our podcast. There's a bunch of great podcasts. You have the underdog fantasy picks part of the extra points show. You have the NFL DFS main slate uh, that's hosted by the dynasty Suns over there and Jake Tribby of fantasy points. You also have the midweek mailbag that our buddy Nick script hosts uh, P2W fantasy on Twitter. There's a ton of great shows that, again, I could sit here for hours listening to you guys the daily lineup here every single week. So make sure you visit FantasyPoints.com. Back at you Davis another week here. I said the code once. I just have to start <laughs> saying it 20 times, so you guys don't do that to me. Uh, Our buddy Albert, checking in. Albert's always a consistent one out uh, around here. I like when he's uh, always here. It makes the show better. Uh, Johnny Foosball, Doc here tonight. No Brad Stradamus as we are into week four fellas how are we feeling how are our fantasy teams looking johnny
1: i'm looking really good so i mean i'm, I'm better than eric and all of our uh, similar <laughs> leagues so that's all you ask for
2: all of our and, similar leagues we're in one league together
1: we're in one we're in better than you in the guillotine and i have a better record than you in the scott fishbowl so Whoa, that's what's your record sweet. in the scott fishbowl five and one baby
0: well that's good that's good what are you, did you see your standings, Donnie? What are you in the standings?
1: Oh, overall, I don't know. But I have like high 500s or something scores.
0: So you look to or, see that you're better you should, than
2: me, but not to
0: see. Yeah, I, I even had
1: to like, Safari doesn't let you like click control F. I had to like find a weird way to search your name because there's a lot of people on there.
0: <laughs> Don, you want me to, uh, to see what you are in the standings? Because if you're five and one and you have over 500 points scored, you're probably actually up pretty high.
1: Well,
2: you can do it in the meantime while we listen to Eric
0: okay fair enough Eric how are you doing how are your your squads doing so far here
2: you know most of them are pretty good uh I have a win in at least every league in the upper tier of points scored and uh not not in the punishment bowl of any league so far knock on wood
0: I like it I like it uh so give an update on the triple play where everybody stands here uh our buddy Chris sanzo part of the triple play fantasy network here he's in 254th place. Myself, I'm next in 272nd place, 4-2 and two record, 508-point score. I lost a heartbreaker to uh, a very good friend of mine, Megan Schaup, who's a really good DFS Mine, She's in my division. We were both undefeated. Jacob Dunn, next, 595th uh, place. Then we have uh, Z2, 917th place. Then we have Doc, 1,000th and 21st place. Then we have the Bradster 1,054th place. Then we have uh, our buddy Zach, Tulu, Batman, in 1837th, and then Alex Mateo, 1889th. Johnny, what did you put as your thing?
1: Johnny Foosball.
0: But so you don't have it under triple play?
1: I, I, I think I do. Oh, well.
0: No, it's not. I typed in that at the search bar. Hold on. Found you. It is. You have it as triple play fantasy, not triple play fantasy. Oh. You are in 112th place. So you actually are the tops of all. Wow. 112. Keep in mind. There's over. I was going off our Twitter
1: handle. That's why I said trip play. There we go. (laughs) It's
0: over 3000 people in this right now. Johnny's in 112th place. So he's making big waves there. Nice job. Um, the other league that I'm in, and I think doc you're in is the XFT league that Des Bryant and Scott fish and Mm -hmm. the personnel corner put together. I'm in first place in that league. First place overall. Uh, After three weeks, I was really excited to see that notification when uh, I saw it later when I was at work today. And that's, I think there's like a thousand people in that one. So uh, that was exciting. So triple play representing well in all these industry fantasy leagues here. Uh, Now I got to ask you guys, week three, did you have a wow moment, Doc, that stuck out to you? What was a a wow moment for you?
2: So the wow moment, the first one is never... Think that a pick is safe in a survivor pool, i.e., Chiefs over Colts. The Chiefs just can't beat the Colts. But another wow moment is the Eagles themselves, and obviously they're three and zero. They're the only undefeated team in the NFC. But when you look at how they're beating people, last year Jalen Hurts had two games with over three hundred plus passing yards. He has that in two out of the first three games. The Eagles have a different leading receiver each game with AJ Brown week one, Dallas Goddard week two, Devonta Smith week three. They've allowed 15 points the last two games on defense. They look by far the best team in the NFC. And I think it's going to be really tough for anyone to unseed them. Jalen Hurts is going to get paid.
0: MVP candidate right now. You could argue him and Lamar Jackson are the two MVP front runners. Uh, And if I had to pick one today, I feel like Hurts is the winner with the team undefeated. And he's, I think his, uh, if I'm not mistaken, his completion percentage right now through three games, 67%, 7% above his, career average of 60 that he's had so far up to his career. So he's really throwing the ball better, obviously running a ton, uh, looking completely awesome on the field. Johnny, what about you? What was your wow moment?
1: It's Again, it was two, but safeties are back. You know, we had a butt punt safety <laughs> yep. and we had a little uh, Dan Orlowski, uh walk outside the end zone safety <laughs> situation again. And it's just, it's fun. It, it's fun to watch. And it's something that you're going to see for years to come. And it's going to be on, you know, End of year, not top tens. It's gonna be end of decade, not top tens, with the, the butt punt and just walking out of the end zone.
0: Yeah. Uh, the butt punt was something I think wasn't talked about too much until like hours later when people figured out what actually happened. But you know what's the most surprising thing about that is it did seem like he got hurt. Like, can you imagine someone punting the ball that hard going right in your butt? Like I, I would be hurting. Like the dude just literally like didn't seem like it phased him. That, am I the only one surprised by that?
1: I, I think every football player gets hit by a lot worse, David. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough.
0: Yeah. Uh I think one of the things that's been st- like stuck out to me is just the ineptitude of the Broncos. Through three weeks, they are... Oh,
1: they're playing the Raiders next week, so they'll get it all sorted <laughs> out just in time for week four. <laughs> Loser of that
0: game is in full-on panic mode, right? Oh, yeah. Either, I mean,
1: either... that, I... I didn't think it would be time to fire McDaniel's after five <laughs> weeks, but you know they'll lose to the Chiefs, and they, if they're zero five, then you have to.
0: <laughs> I'm shocked. What's the, the biggest thing with the Raiders right now, Johnny? Like I, I only see scoring, highlights. It.
1: And it's honestly, if you change a couple plays, they're two and one, and nobody's talking about it. They had a fumble to win the game in overtime, and the Cardinals—they were basically in field goal range already, fifty-six yarder. Fumbled it. They kicked that field goal and win. That's a win. And Darren Waller had a uh, touchdown go off his hands for a pick, and this game that they lose by one uh, two points. So I mean, it it's it's fine margins, and that's the NFL, baby. But yeah, it, it's panic mode because of two plays. Otherwise, they'd be two and one.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure I heard this the other day that the Raiders in the first half are outscoring teams by like twenty points so far through three weeks, but they're being outscored by like thirteen in the second half and so like all their losses have been close like uh one score games because they're playing so well in the uh in one of the two half or pretty much in the first half and then in the it's, second half they're not coming out
1: it's they only play one half they against the titans they only played a second half against the chargers mm-hmm. they only played a second half against the cardinals they only played a first half so it's it's like fine margins but you know if they steady the ship, then, you know, who knows if they beat the the Broncos and the chiefs are two and three and everybody's happy again. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how that, uh, how they'll be able to hopefully put things together. That whole AFC West people were calling the best division of all time. Should this have year.
1: known it was too much hype. And, and yeah. that's, this is what always happens. There's no such thing as a team of destiny.
0: That's right. Uh, let's look ahead to week four. Then let's talk just a little bit fantasy wise, look into Week week four, uh, if you guys want to hear about waiver wire pickups, of course, check out the Tripwire that goes live every Monday night and then is in your podcast feed Tuesday morning. They went in depth with all the pickups, but I want to ask you guys, if Khalil Herbert is the starter this week, where are you ranking him? I think he's a top 10 back going against the New York giants who just gave up over a
2: 100, rushing yards yeah, hundred dollars.
0: Yeah. I mean, I
2: mean, you gotta, you gotta rank
1: him. Even if Dave Montgomery goes at this point, I mean, He's going to be limited regardless.
0: Yeah, I think if the Bears are smart, I mean, I heard uh, Dr. David Chow today said they thought it was a high ankle sprain uh, ankle sprain for Montgomery, which usually means a couple-week absence. And uh, Khalil Herbert at that point, again, he's a top-ten play, and I believe they play another really good team. So I did a
2: Khalil Herbert video today.
0: Did. I mean, let me plug that for you, Doc. You want to hear more about <laughs> Khalil Herbert? Check that out on the triple play fantasy YouTube channel. Doc broke everything down that we're going to touch on in two seconds here. So uh, go ahead, really quick, Doc.
2: Yeah. So the Giants this week, then the commander, or then the Vikings who have given up 48 points the last two games, then the commanders who have given up 82 through three games. Cleo Herbert has 33 rushing attempts on the air. To put it in context, Justin Fields has 45 pass attempts. Cleo Herbert, 30.9 fantasy points last week. He's shown some burst. They're going to give him the ball. David Montgomery is in a contract year, and this is a new regime. So I think even when Montgomery is healthy, this is a 1A, 1B backfield. I'm typically not a big fab spender, but I would spend up to 30%, 40% on him.
0: It'd be interesting to see if Montgomery was out for a long period of time, then I think people would throw like 80%. Uh, but like you said, we're not sure about when his return is going to be. Uh, so some that's the of the question.
1: sly people had him on their team already. <laughs>
0: so let's we got a couple questions let's let's talk about those half ppr what do i got to change i have Carr, aaron jones chubb sutton i'm assuming that's mike evans dallas goddard kareem hunt juju thielen claypool edmonds kenneth walker elijah moore are Um, are we starting how many so obviously he only listed one quarterback right there uh, who's not having
1: a good, good season. <laughs> their car has been a
0: huge disappointment. I would love to see who your waiver wire options are there. Um, Aaron Jones and Chubb studs. Sutton and Evans are going to be fine as your wide receivers. Goddard's a good tight end. Kareem Hunt's a, a solid flex, and he can switch it out between Juju and Thielen. Um, Edmonds right now, his snaps are going down every single week. That's a problem because Raheem Mostert's taking more work. I have Edmonds in a couple leagues and i'm basically putting him on my bench right now uh he had two touchdowns that bailed him out this past week but he's not getting the usage we thought uh chase claypool to me is a drop i don't know how you guys feel about it i'm too <laughs> invested in him to drop him <laughs> i i mean if it's a 12 team league 10 or 12 team league i'm i'm okay dropping him i'm just
1: always scared when you drop someone like that somebody's going to obviously going to pick him up because of his name value and then if he ever turns it around you're going to look you're going to look silly but you can't be worried about looking silly
0: Who would If if you had to drop someone out of this group, would it be Claypool for you guys? Because I'm keeping Kenneth Walker in case Penny goes down. And Elijah Moore, I think, has better days ahead.
2: I would cut Elijah Moore because you
0: don't know the uncertainty with the quarterback situation.
2: They're trying to get Claypool the ball. They're giving him rushing attempts. Now, if we're talking about who we're going to start, I might just sub out if this is a PPR or this half PPR. I would put in Thielen over cream uh, hunt this week facing the saints in london you figure marshawn Lattimore will follow justin jefferson or at least play cover him a good amount maybe if he doesn't shadow they only caught a touchdown last week i think the vikings are desperate for a win too so
0: fair enough that'd be interesting it's gonna be really early so make sure you have your lineup set i believe it's 9 30 eastern time the game yes. starts yeah, so just make sure you you have those lineups set early because you don't want to oversleep and and miss leaving somebody in there when you didn't mean to or miss putting someone in your lineup that you meant to. Albert asks, who would you rather rank higher this week, Khalil Herbert or Jamal Williams? Jamal Williams, the Lions are going against the... Uh, I know it's a good matchup. It is...
1: The, they both uh, have Seahawks. a good matchup. It's, it's the
0: Lions Seahawks. are going the Lions, against the Seahawks. Yeah. I like Khalil Herbert more this week, assuming Montgomery's out. Um, I think Jamal Williams is, is a solid flex play, but I think Khalil Herbert could be a high-end RB2, low-end RB1. That's that's what I think his ceiling could be. What do you guys think? Who would you rather play?
2: I'm rolling with Herbert either way. I mean, Jamal Williams had 20 for 87 and two touchdowns last week, but I definitely think that this is a Jared Goff game.
1: Well, I think that's sort of what, uh, when you look at what kind of lead do you think the uh, teams can put up. Do we think the Bears get to a big enough lead to to run the clock out? Or do we think Jamal Williams just gets a lot of garbage time carries because DeAndre Swift will be out?
0: Well, so if you had to make that call, Johnny, we have two for Khalil Herbert. Who would you pick?
1: I'll pick Jamal
2: Williams. And the fun part is I have both of these guys in our league, Eric.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the embarrassment of riches now.
2: I mean, I and the thing is Williams hasn't been as great a receiving back, and that's where Craig Reynolds might say st- step in. Like, I do think Jamal Williams has a larger workload, but I don't think he's a bell cow that we expect him to be.
0: Now, Grant asks, should I start Michael Thomas? First, Grant, I don't know if we've ever seen you before. So welcome into the chat. Appreciate you joining the show. Um, should he start Michael Thomas? I think he's from what I've read, he's very questionable to play this week. I would love to know your other options, Grant, because I'm probably avoiding playing him at this point, especially with Chris Olave having back-to-back weeks with an over 30% target share, looking like he's the go-to guy right now in this offense. He's the downfield threat that Jameis wants to throw to, 150 plus yards last week. So I would avoid him again, depending on your other options. Yeah, what do you talk guys?
2: It's all about think? the uncertainty of Jameis. Also, Jameis' fractures in his back. Like if, if for some reason Andy Dalton has to sub in mid-game, you significantly downgrade him.
0: Yeah, Johnny, what do you think for Michael Thomas?
1: I just, I mean, Michael Thomas hasn't really showed anything that would make me want to start him healthier otherwise, really, for the most part. Mm -hmm. So I I don't have a tough decision sitting even a limited Michael Thomas on my bench.
0: Okay. I like it. The next question here from uh, Jack. Again, Jack, thanks for joining the show, man. I don't know if you've uh, been around here before, but thanks for for popping in here. Who can I get for Antonio Gibson? I need him out. I need to get him out before Robinson returns. Right now, Antonio Gibson's value, I think, was at a peak a couple weeks ago. I think uh, now- two Right sub- after are, the
1: injury. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, if you're looking, are you looking for another running back or are you looking for a receiver? Um, I think in terms of running backs, you're probably looking at guys like, do you think you could get Kareem Hunt for him? No. No. I
1: I always think same position trades are tough because yeah. you just have to find such an imbalance in what people think each player is worth to make a trade seem worthwhile to either party. You're pretty much you're pretty much limited to getting a, a wide receiver, a tight end.
2: Yeah, because it's almost like why am I giving you this running back for another one of the same position? I obviously value the one I'm trading for higher. I think if you can maybe package him with someone, if one
0: for one running back, I'm thinking like a Ramondre Stevenson. That would be a good one. What about, let me ask you guys this. If, who would you rather have Garrett Wilson or Antonio Gibson? PPR. Yeah. Garrett Wilson. Would you guys try to see if you could trade them? Because that might be able to, but if you need
2: a running back though, I would keep Gibson. I think it depends on how your team looks because running back is a more scarce position.
0: Yeah. Uh, So just a couple of guys. And and, uh, Jack, if you ever have questions too, uh, we have our Twitter handles uh, and our, bottom of the screen when the questions are off screen you can always dm uh the account any of us on the show too with rosters will answer those our buddy rig checking in sub tpf family our guy Rig, always fun having him part of the show he says you should be able to get jamal williams for I Gibson. Think so i think you would be able to
1: not I with the cool. hype going on
0: <laughs> no I, I don't know i mean jamal williams is going to be the starter the next two weeks. And then he's just a touchdown dependent flex because he's not getting a ton of yards when and he still leads the league game. in
2: touchdowns though.
0: Are you going to bang on that every week?
2: Are you going to bang on Antonio Gibson getting goal line touchdowns with two minutes left in the fourth quarter?
0: I mean, so Those... you'd rather have Jamal Williams rest of season than Antonio Gibson is what you're saying. Yes, I'd rather have Antonio Gibson rest of season.
2: Okay.
0: And then Johnny is indifferent.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna be slanted towards Jamal Williams because I have him, but <laughs>
2: Antonio Gibson, <fair> enough, <laughs> two, Antonio Gibson has gotten two late touchdowns to salvage fantasy days.
0: Yeah. And uh Rick says Johnny Michael Thomas has been balling before he got injured.
1: I know, I I, I misspoke. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> you gotta that. admit when you when you're wrong.
0: That's it. And you you do a lot mistake. of things that most people in this industry don't do. So I respect that. Uh let's talk about some lines here. We're gonna use FanDuel. Sportsbook, and I was logged out of my account. So I'm logging back in. You guys are going to see me log in live on this show if you're watching on YouTube. You wouldn't want to miss that, right? You don't want to miss me logging back in on you. (laughs) I think I'm in. I think I'm in. I think I'm in. All right. So we are going to switch over to FanDuel Sportsbook instead of the uh, Caesar Sportsbook because I consistently use FanDuel Sportsbook every single week. So it's going to be bets that I'm actually placing here. Grant does add before we can continue. Nobody in my league wants to trade for Michael Thomas. So who's a good pickup on waiver other than a Uh Right now. I would love to see if it's Garrett Wilson, a free agent, Khalil Herbert, uh, Jamal Williams is a, a top free agent this week, a pickup. Um, John, this under- is your
2: chance to plug Zay Jones. Oh, I, I had
1: him for a later segment, but our player to watch, but yeah, Zayman, everybody does love him. He's looking like he could be the new uh, number two receiver. And at this point, that Jags offense looks great.
0: Yeah. So, John, for those that have just been starting to follow the show recently, John has been the biggest... Uh, I was about to call him Zay, <laughs> Zay Jones. I'm a Zay. Zay I'm a Zaniac
1: over here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love it. I love it. Look
0: at that. Uh, John has been on him before anybody else was. He's finally balling out late career resurgence. I'm surprised two years. It. two when, or when three years jersey I've been talking coming? up Zay. <laughs> when is the jersey coming? You got to wear it like on a show. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he'd be a great one. Traylon Burks is another one. I think that'd be a good pickup if he's out there. And uh, Rick says, Water bet jamal williams for i was uh i was on the gibson side so i think flip me and uh, and doc and we have a good water bet rig keeps our water bets to track them in our discord which you guys can check out if you check the link in the description of the video and he says best bets rams underdog against 49ers got to get that money in you guys have rams over 49ers correct i do uh, which is one of the things we would go over. Doc, you're a 49ers fan. Do you have that as well? I don't know.
2: We always beat the Rams except for the NFC Championship game. It's crazy.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. Without Trent Williams there and how bad Jimmy G looked. It
2: doesn't matter who's playing for us. We somehow always beat them.
0: Let's look at the Thursday night matchup. Let's start this out here. So we start out right now. The sportsbook, the FanDuel Sportsbook has... Let me go to the spread here. The Bengals are three and a half point favorites at home. You got to
1: zoom in on your screen a little bit, Davey. Like, like a, yeah, some sort of like. How's that? Or even like control plus it or something. So the, it just zooms in on the webpage.
0: Just, you know what, Johnny, just for you, I'll do that.
1: How's yeah, because we don't need to see everything to the right.
0: <laughs> Here, I'll, I'll full screen it. Okay. Can you see that better? Or sure. still? If not, let me let me zoom. Keep control, plusing it, it, dude. So so close. All right, how about now?
1: Well, now it's too big.
0: (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) All right, so (laughs) Bengals are three and a half point favorites. Are you guys taking the three and a half points for the Bengals? I am with Teddy Bridgewater probably starting.
1: Yes. I mean, are we certain that
2: Teddy Bridgewater is going to start? If
0: the contingency, Teddy Bridgewater plays.
2: You got to lock it in now. I'm I'm taking the Bengals.
1: I I take them if Teddy Bridgewater plays, but I have a feeling Tua is gonna gonna play in the game.
0: Okay, he's so, not in
1: concussion protocol or so anything.
0: So John, you like the over then too? The over under for this game being forty-seven and a half. You like the do you like the over with Tua? No, five? I like
1: I I think the unders fine because I think Tua has a, a good game and the Bengals are stymied by this Miami defense.
0: Okay, I'm oh, think wow. I'm gonna go the under with Thursday night football. It's always the under. Bet the under on Thursday night football. <laughs> let's look at some anytime touchdown scores here. So, anyone that catches your eye in terms of somebody that might be a dart throw here, A dart throw is ryan. the only
1: fun way to do it. Like that's this. what I'm no saying. To, so, let's, no one wants to predict a Tyreek Hill touchdown. That's not Tyler Boyd just got
0: his one of his three touchdowns last week. So, I don't think I can he can get it back. Aj
1: ryan at plus two ten. Hayden Hurst isn't bad
0: at plus three sixty. You guys want to make a Thursday night anytime touchdown call here?
2: Well, let, let's guy, go and Who's her... Chris Evans?
0: I don't even know if he's going to be on here.
2: I think he
1: is. Maybe you skipped. Ooh, one. an Alec Engle one would be nuts. You want to call that, John? A plus, <laughs> yeah, 1500? I'll call that actually. Alec Engle plus
0: fifteen hundred. I'm going to go a Miami Dolphins defensive touchdown Ooh. plus eight fifty. Because their defense has been lethal, and Burrow has been turning the ball over.
1: I like that. I like that, Davey.
0: And uh, going P you? Ryan, you're going with P Ryan at plus two ten. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we got our.
1: Oh, look at it, David's account. Need five bucks.
0: Yeah, I I, uh, I had a big win a couple weeks ago, so I cashed out on that, and then I put oh, in uh, like sure, sure, sure. And, and then <laughs> I lost both my bets yesterday, <laughs> so I got to put more money in the account. Do you guys? uh He says, Albert. Do you guys see the over/under for Browns versus Falcons? So, while well, there at the question, let's pull that up for you. Browns versus Falcons. I believe that's going to be. That's going to be an ugly game. Yeah, that's going to be all right. Over/under is 49, forty-nine Wow, that's
1: higher than the. Wow. I think it's got to be under, under. Right on that one. It's
0: got to be the under. It has to be.
1: Like Cleveland plays efficient, but they're not putting up a ton of points right now, and. Mariota plays inefficient,
0: <laughs> yeah. but he
1: does get some points here and there.
0: Oh, Riggs going the over on this one. I'm going the under on it, but I do like Browns at minus one and a half. I do too. I think that's an awesome line for them. Minus one and a half for the Browns. Are we all on that train?
1: No, because I'm not going to root reform at all this season.
0: <laughs> but they don't have Watson <laughs> playing yet
1: so they still signed them they still the team that signs them (laughs) let me ask
0: you guys uh you not gonna root for jacoby Brissett? i
1: like i do like jacoby Brissett.
0: let me ask you guys jacksonville at philly Philly right now looks the best team in the nfc jacksonville's been surprising at two and one six and a half point favorites for the eagles what do you guys Ah, think this one's interesting
1: i'd only do the over i I i honestly wouldn't want to risk any garbage time jacksonville points to ruin
2: the uh the spread yeah, this is a tough – we should talk about ones we like instead of ones we're uncertain about. Okay.
0: <laughs> Pittsburgh and the Jets, I think that one's a wash. I don't like that. Do you guys like – maybe uh, maybe bet the under, but I don't, Let me I don't tell like
2: – Let me tell you one I do like. Go ahead. Char- or the Texans plus five over the Chargers. I think it's a – oh, it's plus five and a half on here. I think the Chargers are a namesake at this point. I mean, they've been destroyed by injuries. They're going to be without both this week. They just lost Slater for the season. They just lost Jalen Guyton. Keenan Allen is practicing, but there's not they're not saying if he's going to play yet. Herbert is still banged up. The Texans lost by three last game to the Bears, but it was a bad interception by Davis Mills at the end. And they were beating the Broncos in the fourth quarter before losing 16-9. And they tied the first week. So I think plus five and a half at home with a banged up Chargers defense. I love that for the
0: Texans. Oh, Doc is a big Texans fan this week. And- I saw Patriots
1: plus 10, which seemed outrageous to me. I know that uh, Mac Jones is out, but it's it's not like he was going to lead them to a lot of points anyway. I think it was. No, it's not that
2: it's it's him. It's that Brian Hoyer is starting.
1: Yeah, but I mean.
0: Plus 10. The quarterback
1: was never the strength of the Patriots team. The Packers haven't looked convincing. I think the Patriots still have a good defense. I mean, they held to an uninjured to a pretty well.
2: John, do you want to bet on this? Because um, i read a stat that I think Brian Hoyer has lost his last 12 games.
1: Oh, he can lose by nine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Rick says, Doc, you're spot on. Great analysis on the Chargers. Houston might upset them and take the under. Thank you. Yeah, I, I like that call, and and yeah, this will be interesting. The, now I'm going to watch the I, Patriots. I just pack.
1: think if you're you're so bothered about Mac Jones turning into Brian Horry, you haven't really been watching Mac Jones.
0: That's right. Um, let's look at another game. One yeah, that stuck Brian out Horry to can't gritty. One that stuck out to me. Uh, where did I see it earlier? Dave, the Chiefs, Bucks. The Chiefs are minus
2: two, coming uh, off a game where they lost, and the Bucks and kind of in that same boat. Where are you thinking they're going this week?
0: Uh, if it was at Tampa Bay, I would have been really nervous. It Sounds is at like Tampa Bay. It, well, the, it, it the might be of it is, uh, so because
2: of <laughs> yeah, it's,
0: it's they're a half point favorites. That Bucks crowd is actually really. Uh, I don't think they had enough credit for how hard it is to play in that stadium against them. I just,
1: I just know Brady's got Patty, Patty Mahomes' number. So
0: he does. It is it Is very hard to uh, when and for some reason Brady always gets up to play against Patrick Mahomes. I would take the Bucks at plus one and a half here. Especially, I mean,
1: would love, love, love. I know for, you would. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, to have another uh, another team that he always loses against to lose against him this
0: week. Johnny, the your winless Raiders, the only winless team in football, hosting the Broncos, they're two and a half point favorites. What do how do you feel about this one?
1: Honestly, I mean, the way the Broncos have looked, this is a game they should easily win. Like the the Raiders have played every single game close. They've had chances to win in every single game. So I really do expect them to win in cover, but knowing that they're, they're a team that I root for. That means Russell Wilson is going to look vintage dangerous, uh, in this game. And they're, it's not going to be close.
0: <laughs> Would you take the over or under 40, ha- 45 and a half?
1: I'd take the under because the, the Raiders kick field goals, uh, in the red zone and Russell Wilson goes three and out. Fair enough.
0: Fair enough. Yeah. It's, uh,
1: but I'd rather be kicking field goals than going three and out.
0: <laughs> this was the game I wanted to look at the Ravens and the bills. Let's finish this uh, our Our episode with this game, the bills are three point favorites right now. I think the bills win and cover. Is it too much of a chalky play to say this is easily going over 51 and a half points?
2: I think it's going under.
0: Oh, I, oh.
1: I just think it's going over. <laughs> it, it might be just the, like you said, David, the easy pick, but I mean, they both score a lot of points.
0: <laughs> they do. Uh, our buddy Dad on the farm, great baseball mind. It was on the call up a couple weeks ago. He says, take the Broncos and the under. So he's with you on the under Johnny, but he's going the <laughs> Broncos in this one. And well, uh,
1: it's good because. NBA rigged thinks I picked the Broncos. So I did a good job of fence sitting on that pick.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And he he has the Raiders beating the Broncos. Anyone with me or, you know what?
1: I trust him. Let's go, baby.
0: Don't
2: disappoint me in four weeks in a row
0: rigged and uh, Johnny are on the Raiders. I'm on the, uh, I'm on the Broncos in this one. I'm on the Broncos also for split.
1: Oh, well, seeing David's account, it's even got me more after the Raiders.
0: (laughs) I'm going to just, I hope I win a huge bet. I'm just going to leave it in there just to show you. (laughs) I now have motivation. Grant says, well, we'll finish with this here. Uh, Will Derrick Henry have a repeat performance? I think he had, what, 20 something carries for 80 yards and a touchdown this past week. That it was something like that.
1: I know he had a lot of receiving yards as well.
0: No, he will not. Book it right here. I'm going to say this right here. Uh, Grant, <laughs> I, I'm not sure about a lot of things, but I'm very sure about the Colts run defense. The Colts run defense just held CEH to seven carries for zero yards, and they've been doing it all season to all the running backs they've played. They might be the best run defense in football right now. Do not do not expect a big game from Derrick Henry. Did you yes. just
1: compare Derrick Henry to CEH?
0: No, I'm just saying they've been they've been <laughs> the best run defense in football through 3 weeks. If Derrick Henry has 100 yards or more in this game, I will wear I will wear something embarrassing on the stream next week. I don't even know what it would
2: 100 be. 100 rushing yards or total yards?
0: 100 rushing yards. Okay.
2: I want to make a quick note about the Bills Ravens. The last time they played in the AFC Championship game, the Bills won 17 to 3. They have a really good run defense. I know that they've had a lot of injuries. But they match up well with the Ravens. What I would do is if I was betting this game, I think it's going to be a slow start because it's going to be really physical. Both teams, I think, want to win after last week. I know the Ravens did win themselves. Um, But I would live bet once once it goes down a little bit because I could see both teams having big plays in the second half. They can score Mm -hmm. quickly. But I
0: do think it starts out slow.
1: I mean, the Ravens haven't even been running it that well except for Lamar Jackson specifically.
0: The Ravens pass defense is so bad. I'm not really
1: worried about the rushing offense needing to take over.
0: (laughs) I didn't know Rig was a Raiders fan. Did you guys know that? I did. I I don't know I forgot. I don't
1: know if he is. It it might just be his pick.
0: (laughs) It's my Raiders, so I I don't know. Uh, All right, let's run through a couple things real quick here. actually went a little longer, but it's always good when you guys bring questions, so I want to make sure we don't leave you neglected here. Uh, Rick says, what's your guys' favorite play of the season so far? Any insane catches? The George Pickens catch. That was mine. Yeah, easy. Th- I think that one's easy. That's the best catch I've seen in the last couple of years. Uh, Greg says, Tua golf, Trevor Lawrence, Mariota this week need to stream Ooh. one of them. I can't start Lawrence against the Eagles. Uh,
2: can't start Tua. Why, why can't you start Trevor
1: against the Eagles?
0: The Eagles have been, I tweeted this out today. The Eagles are the only team in the NFL with double digit sacks and under 60% completion percentage. And they, under still 70, gave up
1: 40, they still gave up 40 to the Lions in golf.
0: Under 70 QBR. Um, They are they get so many turnovers against the team and they're going to sack the quarterback so many times. I'm really worried about Trevor Lawrence. How much week. of
1: those, those QB rating stats are skewed by Kirk Cousins' nightmare game?
0: But they also destroyed Carson Wentz, too. We're not it. helping I mean, him out. We're just yeah. debating
2: why like each other is wrong. For me, I'm going golf. Once again, I, I yeah, think they too. are going to run a little bit more, or they'll pass a little bit more with Jamal Williams out. Craig Reynolds is more of a receiving back. And just from an implied total, the Lions have the projectus, the highest projected over under for this week.
0: Yeah, so. I'm with you on golf, Doc. I think that's the play here. I would go as well. Down on the farm says, uh, take all the Saquon Barkley overs over against the Bears. I'm <laughs> um, with that as well. And Rigged is a Deontay Johnson fan in terms of his catch being the best of the year so far. So that got through a lot. Talked about some bets. We're going to do the screen sharing tool a lot more often here. I think that's a lot more fun way to look at the bets rather than just our faces the entire time. But we try to keep the show 30 minutes every week. So if you guys are enjoying it, first time viewers, We are live here 6.30 p.m. Eastern time every single Tuesday talking about fantasy and then talking about betting. 30 minutes in and out, answering questions, all that good stuff for you. So if you're enjoying it, make sure you guys are subscribed to the channel and make sure you guys pop in here every week. We'd love to keep interacting with you. Uh, Doc and Johnny are always pumping out good stuff on the YouTube channel as well. Doc dropped a Khalil Herbert video today, dropped a Raheem Mostert one last week. Johnny's got some amazing movie minutes and some uh, power hours he's dropped here, too. So you can check that out on the YouTube channel. And uh, just come be a part of the fun. Join the Discord. Join the YouTube channel. We appreciate all you guys. But for for Doc, for Johnny, I'm Mendy. We'll catch you guys next week. But remember, we're going to make like a bread truck, and we're going to haul these buns. <laughs> See you guys back next by, week.
1: Back by popular demand. <laughs>